conversation about the the Pacers right now, though. We got a lot of ball to talk about, and you want to know what all those uh, regional scores were, and the man who has them, a star of our show, it's Network Indiana, Sam Fritz. That's right. You want to know regional scores, and I'm going to have the regional scores for every single class in this five-minute scoreboard update, starting with Class 1A, Triton. Their regional consisted of Marquette Catholic against Tri-County, with Marquette Catholic winning 60-48. Couts beating Bethany Christian 44-40. The Frankfurt Regional saw Fountain Central and Liberty Christian take to the court, with Fountain Central winning 54-42. And then in the second game, Blue River and Southwood would face off, with Southwood winning 57-38. The Martinsville Regional saw Indianapolis Lutheran take on Bloomfield with Lutheran winning 43-40. Then Bethesda Christian and Jack Sendell had the second game with Jack Sendell winning 61-59. The Ligoti Regional for Class 1A was Northeast Dubois and Ligoti in Game 1 with Ligoti winning 57-33. Game 2, Rock Creek Academy would emerge victorious over New Washington 67-32. Moving on to Class 2A, the North Judson Regional. Lewis Cass beating North Judson 62-51. Second game, Gary 21st Century defeated Westview 67-58. The Lapel Regional, Fort Wayne Blackhawk would face Tipton in Game 1 with Blackhawk winning 80-59, while Wapahani beat Carroll 73-50 following that. In the Greenfield Regional, it was Indianapolis Cecenia against Park Tudor. Cecenia winning 45-42. Northeastern and Park Heritage had the second game with Park Heritage winning 58-48. In the South Ridge Regional, for Class 2A, Brownstown Central would beat Forest Park 64-49, and Linton Stockton would beat North Decatur 62-33. Moving on to Class 3A, the South Bend Washington Regional was Northwood and Lake Station with Northwood winning by a landslide 72-35. Game 2 was John Glenn against South Bend Washington. John Glenn winning by two or by 4, 58-54. The Newcastle, Re- Newcastle Regional was after that. Fort Wayne Dwanger against Twin Lakes with Dwanger winning 65-43. Delta beating Peru, as you heard that interview earlier, 54-47. In the Lebanon Regional, it was Garen Catholic against Danville. Garen Catholic winning 66-52 in Game 1. Game 2, Beach Grove defeated Indian Creek 65-56. Then the Washington Regional for Class 3A. Boys Basketball, Scottsburg beat Greensburg by 2, 48-46. And North Davies beat Gibson Southern 48-44. Finally, Class 4A Regional Basketball, Michigan City Regionals. It was Penn against Chesterton, 73-60 in favor of Penn. Hammond Central beats Mishawaka, 59-46. Logansport Regional, Fort Wayne beat Noblesville, 62-60. While Fort Wayne North fell to Kokomo, 68-55. The Southport Regional, Brownsburg beats New Palestine, 66-33 in Game 1. Game 2, Ben Davis beats Indianapolis Cathedral 63-53. Final score for boys regional basketball, Seymour for Class 4A. Jennings County beats Evansville Wrights 64-40. Bloomington North beats Columbus North 45-43. One more time, the Indiana Pacers were victorious tonight. 121-115 against the Detroit Pistons. Isaiah Jackson had a career night tonight. Here's a dunk from him in the first quarter. 16 Pacers. Heald has the ball, bouncing it into the lane. Jackson takes it, soars to the goal, and flushes with the right hand. He's got nine points early. 
Isaiah Jackson on the night happened to have 19 points and 11 rebounds, giving him a double-double in 26 minutes played. Buddy Heald was a showstopper as well. Eight points, two assists. I'm sorry, eight rebounds, two assists, 17 points. Andrew Nemhard, Pacers' second-round draft pick rookie, had an impressive night tonight. 33 minutes played with 19 points, eight assists, and three rebounds. More to come from me in 15 minutes. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Mark Forrester from WMUN joins me, our great station in Muncie. You heard my conversation with Coach Detweiler. I hope, uh, Mark, while you were on hold, and I, number one, I appreciate you waiting, and secondly, I appreciate you calling me. But uh, good. To, this zone must be something to behold, quite frankly, because uh, literally trying to score against uh, <laughs> against this team is just beginning. It's hard to do. I mean, Delta uh, limiting people to, uh, to you know, like literally just barely double digits in each half of some of the games they've been playing I'm sure is a kind of a fun thing to watch yeah we talked to coach Detweiler after the game coach it's great to talk to you uh, again I um, you know it, it was one of the things we, we kept referencing um, February 4th that's significant to Delta because since February 4th they're 9-1 and one in that span but not only are they 9-1 and one, in the last 10 games they've allowed their opponents to score less than 50 points a game and this season when they've done that in I believe now it's 15 games they're 13-2 and two. it's been a hallmark of uh, Mark Detweiler's tenure at Delta that's now mm-hmm. 112 wins in 6 years which is ridiculous he's got 346 wins in his career and pretty much every successful season he's had at delta um at um at at union county uh where he was there for 15 years as well it's been on the defensive end and this this team has taken a little bit of time to kind of find their roles defensively but uh tonight it it felt like for peru and and not seeing Mm -hmm. them as much as we clearly see delta that the length, the athleticism, and getting the spots quicker really, really affected Peru. And Peru came into this um, uh, to, to this regional, you know, beating a twenty and three Oak Hill team, beating a twenty four and two Norwell team in the sectional championship, and scoring in bunches. Delta held them to their uh, tied for their lowest total at any one point this season at forty seven points. It's a high powered offense. Very impressive for Delta defensively tonight. Quickness at the guard spot was what Coach Detweiler talked about, and uh, you know they are they're putting great pressure uh, on the ball out on the perimeter. And as I mentioned to him too, you know, with the success they're having, his kids are thriving off it. They they believe uh, they make it difficult uh, for everyone to score, and they've all bought into it, and they're playing at an incredibly high level on the defensive end. 
you heard him talk about Jackson Wars, and I found this very significant. Jackson Wars scored his first field goal of the game with 6.33 left in the third quarter. Delta had a 15-point lead at that point. And um, I remember talking to my color analyst, and I asked Coach Detler mm-hmm. after the game, if I were to have told you that Jackson Wars, who scored 20-plus in each of the sectional wins last week and was a big engine for their offense – Last week, if I would have told them that 633 left in the 30 scores his first field goal, it, it probably would have felt like Delta wasn't doing quite well. That was far from the case because, you know, it was Damari Hood's right. time tonight. It was Jaden Ferdy's time tonight. And Jackson Wars did the stuff behind the scenes to make things easier for those guys. And that's the discipline over the last six weeks. And that's the discipline since the date, again, February 4th, that's such a significant date for Delta that they've really just bought into their roles and and bought into team winning rather than individual success. It's taken some time, but clearly they're a dangerous team when they're buying in like they're buying in right now. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Yeah, you know, we talk about this playing well at the at the right time concept. Everybody understands it. They are a, a perfect example of, of it uh, coming to fruition. They literally are getting better. And I love it from a coach's standpoint of, of making a move and seeing what you're doing defensively. I mean, he has played uh, zone and, and man at various times. But now they, they are all in on this zone. And the move has made them a difficult team to play against. Well, and Peru had a lot of difficulty getting in the lane. They, they made it interesting uh, with about four minutes to play. It, it got down to uh, a three-point game. Delta had a lead as large as 19 late in the third. So, you know, Peru made some perimeter shots, but, you know, time and time again, they had real inability to get inside. And I, I think this is an important uh, aspect, Coach, and I know you and I have talked about this before when I've uh, talked to you about Delta, is that um, – it's hard to get kids to buy into playing a game in the low 40s or, or mid 40s right. to low 50s. Right. And, uh, and, and, and again, it's just playing winning basketball. But, but that's hard for getting kids to do because you want to play in the upper 50s. You want to play in the 60s. You're scoring more. It's fast-paced. But yet the defensive aspect tonight <laughs> allowed Delta to still play fast right. while right. only scoring 54 points, and they're winning, and that's the most important part for sure. Delta beats Peru 54-47 at the Newcastle Regional. Mark Forrester from WMUN. It's great to talk to you, Mark. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the weekend, and thanks for the call. Great to talk to you, Coach. You do the same. Basketball coming up on Indiana Sports Talk. If you haven't heard yet, I have boys regional basketball scores. We're going to start with class 
1A, the Triton Regional Marquette Catholic defeating Tri-County 60-48. Couts narrowly defeats Bethany Christian 44-40. In the Frankfurt Regional, Fountain Central beat Liberty Christian 54-52. Southwood bounced Blue River 57-38. In the Martinsville Regional, Indianapolis Lutheran went up against Bloomfield and won by three. Lutheran 43, Bloomfield 40. Jack Sendell in the second game by two, 61-59. They beat Bethesda Christian. The Lagodi Regional, Lagodi defeats Northeast Du Bois in the first matchup, 57-33, while Rock Creek Academy would hand it to New Washington, 67-32. Moving on to Class 2A basketball, the North Judson Regional. Lewis Cass beats North Judson, 62-51. Gary, 21st century, defeating Westview in the second matchup, 67-58. Moving to Lapel, their regional for Class 3A. Fort Wayne Blackhawk beat Tipton 80-59. Wapahani went out there and beat Carroll 73-50. The Greenfield Regional, Indianapolis Sassinia against Park Tudor. Sassinia wins 45-42. Park Heritage beating Northeastern in the second matchup 58-48. Finally, Southridge Regional, Brownstown Central beats Forest Park 64-49. And Linton, Snock- Linton Stockton victorious over North Decatur 62-33. Be back again in 15 minutes for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball tonight. Very important night for a lot of teams. At the Lapel Regional, Wapahani beat Carroll of Flora, 73-50. Wapahani's Matt Luce joins me. Coach, congratulations on the win, and thanks so much for the call. Thanks, Coach Bob. Great to hear your voice and talk about our team and huge victory at Lapel tonight. Very proud of them, obviously. Well, it was a huge victory. Uh, you, you get to play for a semi-state, and um, we may have talked about this before. If we have, I apologize for being redundant. But when you sat down with your staff and your guys early in the uh, spring, last spring, and you know mapped out your strategy for the summer and camps and games and whatever, did you expect to be playing for a, a semi-state championship next week? I'm not sure what our expectations were except for to be very successful and have a great time and create a lot of memories. Now, this is our third sectional victory out of the last four years in 2020. We had an awesome team led by a senior class. I'd coached since kindergarten with my son, Drew, and we uh, uh, mm-hmm. won the sectional and then didn't play in the regional. And so the guys that I'm coaching now realize that they they're, they were, they saw it happen and, and knew what a great opportunity they had just to play in the regional, let alone win it. So yeah, mm-hmm. we probably did. We probably did think we had a great shot to have a successful year and have a chance to win a sectional and regional title. Um, but it's came together even more because of the the teammates and the kids that we have. They're just classy individuals that want to please their coach. I've said this before on your air, and 
it showed again tonight. Carroll's got an outstanding team. They they were in the two A semi state loss to yeah, Central Noble yeah. and a man a, a, a young man named Connor Seijan playing at Wisconsin. So they obviously uh, have a, a great team, and it was a nice nice victory for us. They came out and got after you early, did they not? We were down seven to zero, and a lot of people were asking me why I wasn't calling a timeout <laughs> because we trust our kids. Though it's easy to say now, but you know it's a level of maturity. We lost a year ago in the sectional semifinal uh, to a Monroe Central team was undefeated. Monroe Central is about three miles down the road from Wapahani, and uh, you know right. It, it, right. it took us a year to get back to that situation. And, have an opportunity to, uh, you know, I guess avenge, avenge that loss and win a sectional and then obviously win a regional at night. Well, when you trust your kids, they'll respond. I've always believed that in my heart with the groups I've had. And, you know, you know, seven, seven nothing uh, start, not what you want. It's a long game. It's 32 minutes. It's a three-possession turnaround. It's not, it's not something that you can't overcome. You can do it, but you need, to, you need to make a stand quickly. And it sounds to me like that's what your kids were able to do. And we did. We had great shots. The, the Isaac Andrews is an outstanding player. Anyone listening tonight, don't forget that name. Not flashy, not not jumping, touching touching the belly button on the rim, but he is a winner and a player. He had 21 tonight, and Isaac missed two shots early that he doesn't miss very often. And uh, Aiden Franks is our second young gun. He's a senior now, but had 19 points. He missed two shots in that time, too. So we were getting good shots by our best players, and eventually it came around. And I think we went on a 14-0 to zero run after that. So um, it, it's more than those two guys, though. We've just got a great group of role players and, uh, again, kids that just buy into what we're trying to do. And it sure is a lot of fun when they listen. Tomorrow, who you'll play? Uh, you have some really good teams in that semi-state. Just looking at it, with you and Blackhawk and 21st Century and Cass, that's some good. That's some good basketball. Yeah, and it's just the fact that we have a chance. So there's many other teams that won't be getting their name called tomorrow at one o'clock. So yeah, there's great teams, but you know, what other way would there be? You know, if they're in that opportunity to play for a semi-state <laughs> title, they got to be pretty right. good. Right. Matt Luce from Wapahani. They move on. They win over Carroll of Flora, 73-50 in the LaPel Regional. Matt, thank you so much for your time, and good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you very much. Brent Dalrymple joins me from um, North Davies High School. North Davies single-A champs a year ago. Uh, they move on to play. Uh, they 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 will be uh, in action tomorrow. Uh, good solid. Excuse me. Next week, um, coach. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate you taking time to call me. I I, I really really do. And congratulations on the big win over Gibson Southern today, forty eight forty four. Well, I appreciate what you do too, coach, and. I uh, appreciate you being able to, to let us brag a little bit about our program and our school. But uh, heck of a ball game tonight. Uh, we were down down 20 to 19 at half, and uh, Gibson Southern just really, really came to play, and they've been playing well over the last couple of weeks. Uh, they got off to a really rough start. 
uh, with their season because, you know, right. they went all the way, I think, to the state championship in football. And, you know, it took them a while. They were 0-6 and 3-9 and and at one point, but they're 10-2 and their last 12 games. And uh, Coach Roar did a really good job with those guys. But kids just really, really battled and kept kept figuring things out. And, you know, we talk about playing one possession at a time, and, and that's what we did. We just continued to dig and grind and play one possession at a time and uh, figured out a way to execute and get the job done at the end. So are you up going in at, uh, didn't, you know, late in the game, or do you have to come back and win the thing? Well, they were up. It was uh, it was tied up at 34 at the end of the third, but at one point in the third quarter, they hit a couple shots. I think they were up 29-25 was the most we trailed. Uh, we got it to 34 all going into the fourth, and um, it was back and forth, back and forth, and finally uh, we were up two and uh, – had the ball they were playing really good defense probably had the ball well over two minutes trying to score but we weren't we 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 were for sure looking for a certain shot uh of course Jalen Mullen found that shot and put us up four and right uh, then we proceeded to go uh looks like we went 12 for 13 in fourth quarter uh from the free throw line and you know that's how you win ball games it's exactly how you win ball games. Well, it's going to be a tense day tomorrow to figure out who you're going to be playing, but you're playing. North Davies yeah. wins the Washington Regional. They beat Gibson Southern 48-44. Brent Dalrymple, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for taking time to call me. Appreciate what you do, Coach. Thanks for having me on. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. Brandon Marvillius from WHAS joins me talking about the Wapahani win. Brandon, you heard my conversation with Coach Luce. Tell me what you thought. Uh, another another hard-fought win tonight here for Wapahani to, to make it 25 wins in a row. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, seriously, think about that. 25 in a row. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, you know, especially tonight, uh, you know, getting off there to a 7-0 run there for Carroll and and how uh, the Raiders responded. You know, you, you went up scoring 14, uh, 14 points in a row until Carroll scored the next point. And then uh, really ever since then, the Raiders uh, never looked back and, and had another balanced effort offensively. Uh, defense was was great once again tonight. Um, ended up creating about another ten turnovers there from Carroll, in which Carroll's a, a very well disciplined team that takes good care of the basketball. So just a, another well rounded effort for Wapahani. You know they keep getting it. That's the that's the big thing about it. And uh, it's an experienced team. It's a veteran team. And I would uh, imagine you can tell the experience. Like in tonight, you're getting uh, off to an o, a seven zero run by uh, your opponent, uh, and you know Carroll comes out and sticks them early. But the experience pays off because, as you mentioned, they come back on a run of their own. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, the, one of the biggest things is that these guys don't—they don't panic. Um, you know, even you know if, if things aren't working out too well for them at a given moment, they don't panic. You know, they they stay very poised right. and they stick together. And and uh, I know when we talked last week, I talked about how, you know, really when you look at this team, they uh, they stick together. They you know they play for one another, and not for them. You know, not necessarily right. to, hey, to make themselves. Hey, Brandon. Yeah. Hey Brandon, I hate to Brandon, I hate to interrupt Brandon
All right, more high school boys regional basketball scores. Class 3A, South Bend, Washington, their regional. Northwood facing off against Lake Station in game one. Northwood winning decisively 72-35. John Glenn beat South Bend, Washington by four, 58-54 in the second game. Moving on to the Newcastle Regional, Fort Wayne, Fort Wayne Dwanger took to the court against Twin Lakes. Dwanger would win 65-43. Delta beating Peru 54-47 in game number two. The Lebanon Regional saw Garen Catholic and Danville face off against each other with Garen Catholic winning 66-52. In the second game, Beach Grove defeated Indian Creek 65-56. The Washington Regional for Class 3A was Scottsburg versus Greensburg in game one. A very close one there, 48-46. And a close one in game two as well between North Davies and Gibson Southern with North Davies winning by four, 48 to 44. Class 4A basketball, the Michigan City Regional Penn against Chesterton. It was Penn winning 73 to 60 in a high-scoring affair. Hammond Central and Mishawaka had game 2 with Hammond Central winning 59 to 46. The Logansport Regional was Fort Wayne against Noblesville 62 to 60 in favor of Fort Wayne and then Kokomo against Fort Wayne North 68 to 55. Kokomo winning that one. Southport was Brownsburg and New Palestine with Brownsburg winning 66 to 39. Ben Davis beat Indianapolis Cathedral 63 to 53. And then our last pair of games in the Seymour Regional for Class 4A was Jennings County against Evansville Wrights. Jennings County winning 64 to 40. And Bloomington North beating Columbus North 45 43. Last one for me in 15 minutes for Never Canadian Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brandon Marvillius from WHAS rejoins me talking about Wapahani's win over Carroll. And Brandon, I was sorry to cut you off, but uh, you know, again, you know, it's a really impressive win for this Wapahani team. Twenty-five in a row, for heaven's sakes. Yeah, and, and uh, Carroll, uh, you know, coming into the night, <clears throat> they was twenty-two and four. So I mean, they. You know they've had a fantastic year anyway, so it was it was uh, it was a game that again you know kind of started off uh, really quick there for for Carroll and and then Wapahoney was able to kind of find their footing there throughout the uh, through the first few minutes and really never looked back after that because after Wapahoney uh, took the lead uh, they never they never gave it up thereafter so it was like I said it was just a, a great effort from Wapahoney and. And not giving up and not panicking right out of the right out of the first part of the game. Yeah, because it, it it really it's a very good Carroll team, and now obviously find out what's happening tomorrow in terms of who they'll play in the semi states. It's a challenging semi state to say the least. Uh, some really good teams in it, irrespective of who you're matched up with. Yeah, I well, and, and I know from looking because we watched a little bit of the. Uh, the first game uh, between Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian and Tipton, and uh, I know Blackhawk has you know, got a, a great talent group of guys over there. Uh, they have plenty of heights. Um, really don't know a whole lot about mm-hmm. uh, Gary, 21st Century, and, and some of those other teams. But and Lewis Cass has always been great. Uh, so it's going to be a very challenging semi-state. Which you know, again, you know, you get to that time of the year. You're expecting everybody's best anyway, so it should be a great battle uh, coming up next Saturday afternoon and evening. From WHAS, it's Brandon Marvillius. Brandon, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we're talking next weekend. 
All right, Bob. You have a good night. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. The man, the man, the myth, the legend, the publisher of Hoosier Basketball Magazine in their 53rd year, Kip Westner. Hello, Kip. Hi, Bob. Boy, uh, I was at that Wapahani Carroll game, and yeah, that was a a good report because I think it was seven to two, and then uh, Wapahani went one nine nine straight points. And uh, you know, I I have a lot of favorite players. It's just like uh, your parents and your kids—they're all your favorite players. But Isaac right. Andrews, the junior right. player from Wapahani, is one of my favorite players. He's he is really fundamentally sound and outstanding and a good shooter and passes the ball well. And Wapahani is a very fun team to watch. In fact, I know you mentioned they lost that first game of the season and have uh, won, what is it, 25 in a row. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that, that semi-state next week with right. uh, Gary 21st, Black Hawk, and Lewis Cass, that uh, that will be an outstanding uh Semi-state, good. yeah, it, it really is. I mean, of course, when you got Penn and Kokomo and Hammond Central in the four A group, uh, that's that's pretty good as well. But uh, in Fort Wayne, Wayne, uh, that was a a big win over Noblesville earlier today. But yeah, boy, I tell you, these matchups for next weekend are, are very compelling. With uh, Ben Davis and Brownsburg, we had them ranked number two and number three in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine. They can match up, and of course, Jennings County and Bloomington. North North with uh, uh, J.Q. Roberts on the front cover of the magazine. And like I mentioned, Penn was four and Kokomo was five in the Hoosier basketball. So four out of the top five mm-hmm. are still mm-hmm. alive in semi-state. And then in the 3A, uh, three of the top five, how about on the south, North Davies, we had them ranked fourth, and Beach Grove defending 3A champion fifth. So that uh, potential matchup is right. really outstanding. But I'll tell you, Scottsburg. Scottsburg is a young, up-and-coming team, and uh, they could they could have some damage in the in the South for sure. And of course, Garen Catholic. Uh, they just seem to find a way to win each week. And of course, Northwood's probably the uh, right. team to watch out right. for in the North. So, but. Um, I'll tell you, these semi-state games, the, the draw tomorrow, there's going to be a lot of people on the edge of their seat wanting to find out uh, who plays at 10 <laughs> o'clock and who plays at noon. Right, right. That is the uh, always asked and anticipated question of the day. Do we or do we not play the first game? <laughs> and and I'm from an era where you had to win uh, two games in a day to win a sectional. And I and I recall, um, I understand it. I mean, I'm, from a player standpoint and from a coach's standpoint, I I understand how important the all important draw is in terms of uh, who plays first and who has to uh, come back with very little rest and be able to win a championship. I know it. You, you, that's, you know, I think it's cool that we have these things, uh, you know, on radio and, t- and TV or streaming uh, because, you know, very few states take it like we do, take it as seriously as we do, because we all know how important the draw is. Well, it's, you know, with the sectional, I, I've heard uh, over the years, coaches talk about you know if you have to go through a certain team you might as well play them the first game and and i think that makes sense because on friday night going into right. saturday you have very little time to re- prepare for them but i think when you're talking regional or now semi-state and the old uh, you know 
regional and state finals, the first game versus second game, even if you're playing the Hall of Fame Classic in December, I mean, I don't think it matters what the tournament is. If if you play the first game, there's somewhat of an advantage, and that's what the ping pong balls are makes it exciting to see uh, what the matchups are and when you're going to play because you got to go through the certain teams, but uh, there's only going to be one champion at each one of these sites, so uh, it's. Uh, it's just exciting for it's exciting for the fans, but even like the media. You know, I was at uh, Southport right. today, and boy, it was a packed house, and there was a, a great media uh, following. And <laughs> then at uh, Lapel in the right, seven o'clock right. game, um, there's just people who are interested in high school basketball, and it's uh, it's the greatest time of the year. You got the Big Ten tournament going on, and you've got uh, regional basketball in uh, right. Indiana. So, you know what? March in our family, uh, the Lovell family, uh, March is the most important month of the year. Um, my grandson's birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, my I have, my birthday is uh, later in the month of March. Then you have the obvious. We have basketball. We have high school basketball, college basketball. Um, Yo, no March. March is a big deal in the level House. Trust me when I tell you. Uh, you know, we love Christmas. We don't argue about Christmas, but March is the month in this house. And what's interesting about March is the way it's the calendar's fallen the last two years is we start off the month of March with the girls' top 60 the first weekend, and we have the boys' top 60 the last weekend of March because right. uh, just last year uh, went to a new kind of date for the event. It used to be the first weekend of April, but you get so many spring breaks and after the week after the state finals, right. Right. came up with the idea of having our top 60 senior workout the day after the state finals. Now, it's not ideal for the eight teams that are playing that day, but for the state in general and the 400 schools that uh, feed the, the tournament, it's just a better mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. day to have it. We'll have... Uh, Close to half the players will be unsigned, and uh, we're working on doing our invitations this week. It's a big week, you know, leading up to the semi-states. There's uh, many teams that are out, but uh, those right. players are still trying to stay in shape and trying to be seen by colleges. And uh, we've got our uh, all-state uh, events that with the Associated Press and all those uh, kind of things that are postseason events and honors that are always neat. But uh, you know. It, how you do in the state tournament seems to play a factor on how the all-star team or how the honors fall uh, across the month of March, like you're talking about and leading into the spring. So Sunday, hey, can you, Sunday, can you hang yeah. on and talk sure. to me about how your top 60 workout work uh, went last week? Sure. Can we do that? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Love to do that. All right. We'll come back, talk more with Kip Westner. Uh, it'd be perfect. We'll come back and talk more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk.
All right, for our final update, let's look around the state of Indiana, college basketball. The Hoosiers falling short earlier today to the Penn State Nittany Lions, 77-73 in the semifinals of the Big Ten Tournament. The Nittany Lions advancing to the finals from there. On the other end, though, the Purdue Boilermakers were victorious over Ohio State, 80-66. That sets the table for the Big Ten Tournament Championship happening tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Purdue Boilermakers taking on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Lions, your Indiana Pacers were in action earlier tonight against the Detroit Pistons. They were victorious, earning their 31st win of the season. They now sit at 31 and 37. Major contributors tonight, but he healed with 17 points. Isaiah Jackson with 19. Also with 11 rebounds, Jackson posting a double-double. Andrew Nemhard with 19 points. Jalen Smith with 20. And O'Shea Brissett contributing 11 of his own. ECHL action in Indiana. The Indy Fuel fell to the Toledo Walleye 2-1 in their game. The Fort Wayne Comets would defeat the Wheeling Nailers 6-5 in their matchup. And finally, spring break is in... I'm sorry, spring training is in action for Major League Baseball. A couple of teams that Hoosier fans might be rooting for. The Cubs defeated the Dodgers 5-2 earlier today and the Reds fell to the Texas Rangers 8-7 for Network Indiana Sports I'm Sam Fritz Welcome back everybody this is Indiana Sports Talk and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine stays with us All right, how'd it go with your top 60 workout last week for the girls? Well, it was, uh, it's, first of all, it's at, it was at Beach Grove High School, and it's such an outstanding facility, right. and right there off of 465, uh, uh, Garrett uh, Daniel, the athletic director, does an outstanding job with the hospitality, so uh, that's that's a good starting point, and then uh, had Deanne Ramey, state championship coach from North Central as right. the on-court coaching right. director, assisted by Amy Silk from the Beach Grove Hornet staff, so uh excellent way to get the day going and there have been uh, the way the workout goes is uh, half the players are in the first session and then the second half in the in the second group we have two different two-hour groups but the second group is from mm-hmm. the Indianapolis area well I don't know that this has ever happened before in the 42-year history we had four state champions <laughs> representing all of the classes in the first session. So I guess that means if wow. you look at the map, none of the Indianapolis area teams wound up uh, cutting down the nets. But uh, Carson Norman from Bedford North Lawrence uh, representing the uh, right. champion, which was neat. And then Bria Garber from uh, Fairfield, and uh, the 3A champion, was in the first session. Amber Treader, part of the back-to-back state champions with uh, Forest Park. Park, and then Lindsay Warnett right. from uh, Lanesville, Class A. So all four of those girls representing state championship teams were in the first session. Um, and the other part that's interesting to me is in the second session, we had perfect attendance. 
because you know we don't charge the players. Uh, there's admission to get in. Right, right. But sometimes you'll have a sickness or you'll have travel problems or whatever. So when you have perfect attendance at the top sixty and all the uh, shirts that are provided by Paysetter Sports, uh, Brent Thompson <laughs> and Tara Hart are used, then mm-hmm. that's a great day. So to put a bow around the day, it could not have been better. We had uh, fourteen unsigned players. Good for and a you. Number of college right. coaches that were there recruiting, and then we had over 20 Division One players. So uh, we repeat the same thing with the boys on uh, March the 26th. That's at Marion University. So that first session, which is mm-hmm. primary Northern and Southern Indiana players, will run from 1 to 3, and then the Indianapolis area players will be 3.30 to 5.30. I don't have a press release on that yet, but hopefully next week I will, uh, leading it's up to okay. the state finals. But we'll have many of the top uh, – players in indiana and as i've mentioned a number of times it's a celebration of basketball if you have all the best players yep. from the class of 2023 right. uh, what's not to think that that's not outstanding so <laughs> he's kip westner he's the publisher of the best publication of its kind hoosier basketball magazine 53rd year in existence Kip, thanks so much. Enjoy the week, and we'll talk to you next weekend. Thank you. Sounds great. Thank you, Bob. Dave Sockle from Southern Indiana Sports Production joins me. He was at the Seymour uh, Regional today. Jennings County beats Evansville right 64-40. Bloomington North 45-43 winners over Columbus North. Dave, thank you so much for the call. And um, you got a chance to see a really, really good Jennings County team. And then you had a a really dramatic uh, game by uh, Bloomington North and Columbus North in that second one. So tell me about your day. Well, I tell you, uh, Jennings County, they uh, basically uh, took the lead uh, 16 to 9 there in that first quarter, and they never looked back. Uh, it was just the guard play. Uh, the Manowitz kid, along with uh, the Kent kid, they just uh, were unstoppable today. And uh, Jennings County, Jennings County's for real. I, I know that, uh, you know, there's going to be Ben Davis and, uh, uh, and then, of course, Bloomington North, and, uh, uh, of course, a lot of people may have not even heard of Jennings County, but this team's for real. This is the mm-hmm. first time they have won a regional in uh, 25 years. Uh, the last time was hey, 1998. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Dave. And, Dave, I'm sorry yeah. to bother you. Dave, hang on here through this short break, okay? And then I'll let you wrap it up, okay? So just okay. hang on for me. Oh, no problem. Dave Sockle and I will come back and talk some more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Dave Sockle from uh, Southern Indiana Sports Production rejoins me. He's at the Seymour Regional. Uh, Jennings County wins. Bloomington North wins. Talk to me more about Jennings County. You said they're for real. What makes them this good? Well, I tell you, these kids have played together for quite a few years, and uh right. They uh, just seem to know where everybody is at at every time, and uh, they get it to the hot shooter. That's what they do. I, I've uh, seen a lot of basketball, but uh, I tell you what, uh, they're very unselfish, and it will be a team that will find the one that's hot because everybody can shoot the three on mm-hmm. this team, and so they just find the hot player and let him go to town. And, of course, uh, uh, one of the, the best three-point shooters in the state is sophomore um, 
um, Kent. Uh, I've just I've been there all day, and uh, it's been a long day, and uh, <laughs> I can't remember his first name right off the bat. You know what I mean? But right. uh, I mean, he yeah. is an incredible. Okay, uh, a credible shooter, and uh, he kind of got things going for Jennings County. He had four threes, finished with 16, but, uh, again, they had nine players that scored, and uh, it ranged anywhere from 16 to down to eight points, and it was Jennings County all from the start to the finish, and uh, they win it going away 64-40. to 40. And so uh, they will take a 24-2 and two record into a very, very good 4A South Semistate. And uh, that should be uh, quite a Semistate uh, wherever it may be uh, come next Saturday. Now, the second game, now that was more of one of those Seymour crazy games that we get used to as Columbus North actually led this game the whole game until the last 3.7 seconds. Wow. And of course, wow. uh, the they were down by one um, with 11 seconds to go. And uh, after the timeout, well, you, you go to the guy that got you there. And of course, they've got the All-Stater in J.Q. Roberts. And mm-hmm. uh, they just went inside to him. Um, he missed uh, the shot, but got his own rebound, put it back in was fouled, hit the free throw, and uh, last-second shot there by Columbus North. Uh, didn't draw iron, and that's the way that one ended, the final 45-43. to 43. Uh, Bloomington North, um, again, led only one time in the game, but that's the most important time in the game uh, at the <laughs> end of the game. As they actually they trailed 12 points at halftime. They'd only scored 12 points at halftime, but uh, right. uh, they came out with uh, a lot of energy in the second half and just slowly but surely, they cut the lead down. They were down by four at the end of three, and uh, then right there at the end, uh, they were able to uh, pull it out and win their second consecutive regional. Uh, One thing as far as Columbus North, Columbus North played a great basketball game, but as you Mm -hmm. well know, it's so amazing to me how many times over the years the free throw line comes into play, and that seemed to hurt Columbus North. They uh, missed a bunch of free throws down the line when uh, Bloomington North was making their comeback. And uh, that was probably, really, when it all comes down to it, the reason that uh, Bloomington North ended up cutting down the nets tonight. Dave Sockle, thanks so much for a great report. Have a great weekend. Thanks to all of you for listening to us on Indiana Sports Talk. Thanks so much.